Good morning, this is Chris Shoemaker, also known as Yehuda Ben Shamer, and you're listening to Coffee with Chris, the time of the day where we share a cup of coffee and share a bit of the Word of God. This is Thursday, our fifth Sidra, our fifth Aliyah of the Torah portion of Hazinu, also known as Moses' Song, and it is taken from Deuteronomy chapter 32, verses 32 and 33 is the ones that we're going to be focusing on today, and it reads, For their vine is from the vine of Sodom. And from their terraces of Gomorrah, its grapes are grapes of poison, bitter clusters on it. Venom of serpents is their wine, poison of vipers so cruel. Would you ever knowingly or willingly drink poison? Would you ever knowingly or willingly drink dirty, polluted, contaminated, corrupted water? Of course not. Now, we know that the scriptural precedence is that a good tree produces good fruit, a bad tree produces bad fruit, and, and, and you know, a, a grapevine cannot produce vigs, and a fig vine, or a fig tree, rather, cannot produce thorns. So, you know, it, it, the, the, the seed produces what it came from. So, my question in reading those passages today is, what are you plugged into? What are you tapped into? What is the source uh, that you're drawing from. So we know that sometimes that trees, in order to grow more healthy, more strong, sometimes branches are grafted in. There's even a scriptural precedence of the Gentiles being grafted into the Jewish tree or the, the, the Jewish vine. And so um, if, if a Gentile tree is grafted into a Jewish vine, its source is the God of Israel, the Hebraic God, and it's drawing uh, a source from that, and it's going in uh, uh, through the Jewish tree into the grafted Gentile vine, and therefore it's getting sustenance and nutrients, and it produces fruit. So what are you plugged into? What are you tapped into? Where is your source? Are you being fed by God's word or things of this world? If you're being fed by the word of God, it's going to seep into your heart, therefore into your brain. It's going to become a part of you. And so thing, those things are going to come out in time of crisis. But if you're sucking on the teat of this world, if you will, and you're getting sustenance and nutrients from the cancel culture and the woke things of this world and, and the mass media thereof, then those worldviews and philosophies are going to come out of you in times of crisis. Those are the things that you're going to lean on and rely upon and try, attempt to draw from, and it's just going to be a dry, empty well or a broken cistern. Now, in James chapter 3, verse 11, it says, a spring doesn't pour out fresh, um, a spring doesn't pour out fresh and bitter water from the same opening, does it? You know, I, I mean, it's, it's the whole principle that would you drink dirty water? Would you drink from a contaminated well? A spring doesn't pour out fresh and bitter water from the same opening. So you got to check what sources you're being fed by, what sources you're being plugged into, the sources that you're drawing from and getting nutrients and sustenance in life. As they say, you are what you eat. And in computer language, garbage in, garbage out. Make sure the source you drink from is pure. This kind of reminded me of uh, these uh, uh, the very first Arctic explorations, and there's this one exploration that just ended in utter disaster, and they believe it was because um, the crew and the expedition team was poisoned by lead. 
lead poisoning because a lot of the foodstuffs that they brought with them to sustain them through that harsh and barren environment uh, was was soldered with lead. The cans were contaminated with lead and the, these this lead got into their system as they ate the food from these containers and it caused them to go mad. It caused them to be illogical, irrational, make stupid, dumb mist uh, mistakes and decisions. And as a result, you know, they would wander off from camp and get lost or some would free to death or you know they wouldn't have enough sense to do the right thing to keep them alive and to survive and a lot of them were buried in very shallow graves and some of them weren't buried at all and the expedition ended up in disaster because the source they were drawing from for life was impure it was contaminated and so that stands to reason the same with us that we need to draw from the holy spirit we need to draw from the word of god for our life source our sustenance sustenance we know it's pure we know it's not contaminated we know it will never steer us wrong and uh, it will give us the the strength that we need to endure to the end so that we may be saved guys thanks so much for listening go out there and have a great day shalom and god bless Good morning, this is Chris Shoemaker, also known as Yehuda Ben Shomer, and you're listening to Coffee with Chris, the time of the day where we share a cup of coffee and share a bit of the Word of God. All right, this is our fifth Siddur, our fifth Aliyah of the Torah portion of Vezot Habarakah, meaning this is the blessing, and it's taken from Deuteronomy chapter 33, verses 22 through 26. I want to be talking about today about the tribe of Asher. Asher. Very interesting name, and I noticed that this name is becoming popular uh, with with uh, naming your child Asher. Uh, it's, it's a name that you really haven't heard in, in many, many years, but uh, just alone in the last several years, I've heard a lot of people naming their child Asher. So what is the, what is the name Asher? What does it mean? Asher means happy. There's a book by Chaim Potok, and it's a fictional book called My Name is Asher Lev, and it's about this Orthodox Jewish boy who becomes an artist. Asher Lev means happy heart. So are you happy? Are you an Asher? Verse 24 of chapter 33 of Deuteronomy says, For Asher, he said, most blessed, that word blessed means happy. Most happy or most blessed are the sons of Asher, are the sons of happy. May he be fav maybe he be bleh, sorry may he be the favorite of his brothers and may he dip his foot in oil oil is a symbol of anointing it's a symbol of favor it's a symbol of affluence and prestige so here Moses is is blessing Asher to be blessed so when you're blessed what do you do with the blessing just wallow in it and revel in it no, when you're blessed, you are blessed to be a blessing. Whatever you are blessed with, you're going to overflow with. Therefore, you are to spill it out and give it out to others. We are blessed to be a blessing. So Asher's job among Israel was to bless the rest of Israel, was to make the rest of Israel happy with whatever they do. Asher means happy. Are you an Asher that blesses others with your cheer? And they in turn bless you as a result. What goes around comes around. You scratch my back, I scratch yours kind of thing. We can all be Ashers because it's a choice that takes discipline. Happy Happiness is not something that just happens to you. And it's not just an emotion. Happiness is a choice. You choose to be happy. 
If you if there's nothing going on that looks happy, you find that silver lining in that dark cloud. You find something to be happy about. Happiness is a choice. And when you choose to be happy, that happiness is like an infection. It spreads to others. You know, you get somebody in a, in a, in a group and they're a sourpuss and they're always complaining. Well, by the end of the soiree, everybody's in a bad mood just because of this one bad this one bad apple who come with a bad attitude. But yet you saw you have somebody who's happy who comes in and because of their happiness and their joy, they just light up the room. It's infectious. Everybody starts laughing. Everybody starts smiling and everybody has a good time. You can be the thermostat of your home, of your workplace, of your church or synagogue by choosing to be happy and radiate that happiness that you can be blessed in order to be a blessing. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Go out there and have a great day. Shalom and God bless.